Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Korean movies and Hollywood blockbusters. I haven't watched Korean movies for a while, so I'm also looking forward to today's episode. Let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Old Boy. After being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Old Tesu is released. Only to find that he must find his captor in five days. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is actually a classic re-release. Old Boy was released in 2003, so it's Old Boy's 20th anniversary. As we heard in the introduction, it's a mysterious. Thrilling drama action. It's one of the revenge trilogies of director Park Chan-wook. As we heard in the introduction, Oh Tae-soo was kidnapped, and after 15 years, he finally got out of it and went back to the society. But he received a phone call saying that he needs to find out the reason why he got kidnapped in five days. Otherwise, somebody would die. And that person is a new friend Otesu makes after he gets out, and that person promises to help him to find out what happened to him. You can say that Old Boy is one of the most classic thrilling masterpieces in Korean film history. It won the Jury's Grand Prix at 2004 Cannes Film Festival. Although Old Boy is a Korean movie. The story is actually adapted from a famous Japanese manga. The story is too unique that all the aficionados around the world are crazy about it. Even the director's other works won't be able to surpass it. I have to admit that I haven't seen Old Boy myself, and I think it's not the first time that it's re-released in Taiwan. I forget why I didn't watch it when it was re-released last time. But if you're like me, you haven't seen Old Boy, you could grab this chance to watch it. And I'm also very curious about the name of the movie because if you go see the Korean name of the movie, it's also Old Boy. It's just spelled in Korean, so it's Older Boy. So I guess there must be something interesting or meaningful related to the title. And Korean film industry just made so many movies related to serial killers or crime action thrillers. So if you're interested in this kind of genre, then a Korean movie, especially a classic like Old Boy, is definitely a good pick for you to watch this weekend. And I can tell you that all the movies we're going to talk about today are action movies. So if you love action movie, this is the right place for you. And now let's listen to the introduction of the second new movie we're going to talk about, The Round Up, No Way Out, a sequel to record-breaking Korean action film, The Round Up. Oh, wait, what? That really was a lazy introduction. But I guess they only want you to know that it's the sequel to Round Up. And you will want to watch it. It's directed by the same director of the second episode, and starred by Ma Dong-seok. In this episode, the audience is going to see the monstrous detective coming back, 
and there's no reason for him to not chase the criminals. He has no limits. The plot of this episode is about the detective is investigating a murder case. But while he's investigating this case, he realizes that this case is actually related to the emergent drug. And then he decides to expand his investigation. So something more comes up. I think everyone more or less knows Ma Dong-sok. He became super famous because of Trend to Busan. And then he acted in many blockbuster Korean movies. But today, I'd like to talk about another actor in this movie, Lee Jun-hyo. He also played in Along with God, but he's one of the supporting actors. So you might not remember who he is, but he actually has become an actor for 17 years. And he has demonstrated a lot of different acting skills in many different movies. This time in The Roundup, No Way Out, he plays the antagonist and he thinks that the antagonists in the previous two episodes were like monsters. But his character is more like the type that would think first before he acts. So basically, his character doesn't act on impulse. He will think twice before he takes action. And the audience will be able to see how he fights against the detective in the movie. I personally haven't seen any of the episode of the Roundup, but I know it has been critically acclaimed and the box office performances were pretty good. So I guess if you've seen the previous two episodes, you would definitely want to take a look at the third episode. And before we move on to Top 007 and talk about more action movies, Let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3 was Fast and Furious 10. Top 2, the Super Mario Bros. movie. And top 1 was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We not only have some new faces on the chart this week, the old friends also shuffled. Let's check out top 7 to top 4 first. Top 6, Evil Dead Rise. Top 5. Book Club. The next chapter. The older the vines, the sweeter the fruit. Kandahar. Trust me. Please be safe, will you? Okay. Top 4. The Little Mermaid. She got legs, you idiot. Wow, we have two new movies on the chart this week. Kandahar and The Little Mermaid. Actually, I really want to talk about The Little Mermaid, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be on the chart next week as well. But as for Kandahar, I'm not so sure. It might disappear next week. So let's talk about it first. The movie's adapted from a true story, and the script was written by the U.S. intelligent himself. The scriptwriter is Mitchell LaFortune. He was a formal soldier. He used to serve in Afghanistan. Actually, I also have a distant relative who used to serve in Afghanistan before. So I heard some stories. But anyway, back to the movie. He was a soldier serving in Afghanistan, but then he worked at the Pentagon. 
making the strategic action plans in Afghanistan for the U.S. government. So the story of this movie is his life. That's what we say life is like a play and the play is like life. In order to create the most real Middle East scenes, the crew actually went to two cities in Saudi Arabia. And I heard that this is one of the very first Hollywood blockbusters that went to Saudi Arabia. Because most scenes we see in movies that look like Middle East usually take place in Egypt or Jordan. So Saudi Arabia is really a first. Another interesting about this movie is that it's played by Gerard Butler, but this time he's going to save himself. He used to save the US president and a whole plan in his previous movies, but this time his character is going to save himself. Aside from fighting against Afghanistan, he's going to run for 644 kilometers for his life. It's actually further than double the distance from Taipei to Kaohsiung. So you can imagine it's really a very exciting adventure. Now let's move on to top 3 to top 1 and see which movie we're going to talk about. Top 3. The Super Mario Bros. Movie. We're adorable! I got this. No problem. Top 2. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm done running. Top 1. Fast and Furious 10. It's time to prepare for what's coming. You might want to buckle up. Wow, Fast and Furious 10 is top one this week. Therefore, even though I still want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I feel that I still need to talk about Fast and Furious 10 at least once more. I'm pretty sure you already noticed that Jason Momoa played the new antagonist. His character is called Dante. He's the son of a Brazilian mafia gangster and a drug dealer. Although he never appeared before, he actually planned for this for a long time and now he's finally ready to take revenge on Don and his partners. And actually, technically, if you've seen all the Fast and Furious series, you already saw Dante before. You just didn't see his face and didn't know who's going to play Dante. Because in the fifth episode, it was mentioned or it was actually played. I totally forget, even though I did watch the fifth episode. Dante fell into the ocean from the bridge in the fifth episode. Now you know that he didn't die. He just disappeared for a while and now he's back. And actually, the crew wanted Jason Momoa from the very beginning because the whole style and every movement of this character are very exaggerated. And they think Jason Momoa is the person who can demonstrate the exaggeration and weird behaviors. And from many reactions that I saw from friends or other movie critics, I think it's reasonable to believe that Jason Momoa actually did a pretty great job. Besides Jason Momoa, there's another person who's new to the Fast and Furious family and also did a great job. That is Brie Larson. Brie Larson's character Tess is the middle person between CIA and Don. 
because she was an agent at CIA, but she decided to betray them. So when Don and his team needs help, she lends her help. And I think everyone's pretty familiar with Brie Larson for her character as Captain Marvel. And I think it's really amazing that you can be part of the MCU and also plays in a classic movie series like Fast and Furious. So Brie Larson is very happy to play in this classic series as well. And she also became good friends with Van Diesel after filming this. And the director successfully captured the real reaction between Brie Larson and Vin Diesel when they played in the same scene. So even though Fast and Furious 10 isn't critically acclaimed, people still think it's a very good action movie. And if you like Jason Momoa or Brie Larson, you probably wouldn't feel disappointed. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the Korean movies and action movies I talk about today. Remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.